This is Team Business Podcast. Team Business uncovers the everyday entrepreneurs why, how, and the road to now. With hosts Mike Fusco and Ray Ramirez. Join us to learn how game-changing founders act on their vision and build a team for success. And now, here are your hosts, Mike and Ray. Thank you for joining Ray and I on another episode of the Team Business Podcast. Ray, how are you? I'm great, man. Just uh, hanging in there. Yeah, right. We're not out of the woods yet with COVID, apparently. Insane. But I think it's getting better, so that's a good thing, man. Yeah, it is. If you're watching our show, you're most likely a business owner or aspiring business owner, and you want to know, how, what do I do? How do I grow a team? How do I grow my business? People are important. And on our show, you know, we like to talk to business owners, entrepreneurs, people who are successful at building that team around them and helping them elevate their business to a new level. Yeah. So uh, today, I think it goes without saying that our guest has been very successful in, in building his business around his team, finding the right people to fit into the duties and responsibilities that, and also just finding people that are, that fit his cultural, his, you know, his personality traits that he's looking for in someone that he wants to bring on board to help grow the business. Yeah, it's uh, definitely uh, revealing as well as far as his evolution of his, I mean, he built a business, but that in itself spawned another passion of his yep. as well. And it's, Great to see. A passion for people. Yeah. So Ray and I will be right back to introduce our guest and bring him on Team Business. Thanks for joining. Team Business. Ray, this is a really, uh, this is a special episode for me uh, because this is a gentleman that I've been honored to work with over the years and, and yeah. watch him kind of grow professionally for sure i mean he has all the the characteristic traits that would help him be a successful yeah. businessman he's an entrepreneur at heart but also just to take businesses to a new level and i'm really excited to have him on today great yeah definitely uh from what i've heard uh he's definitely uh, has a dynamic skill set yeah so john diamond is joining us he's in northern california uh he was responsible for the well with partners for the uh the growth and the exit of more heating and air conditioning up in Santa Rosa uh, now has another HVAC company down here in San Diego called Same Day Heating and Air. Uh, they're a, a you know a very well ran, well managed company, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, they're growing. He has an auto repair shop in Santa Rosa. He's looking to grow a, a coffee business. So John has his hands in a lot of different things. He's an yeah, entrepreneur, busy guy. But the common thread is, is the people that he that join him in, in his in his passion and the people that he worked with to go grow a successful business. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's a, a he's, he definitely has a different philosophy of of approaching uh, building his team, uh, unlike most businesses that I've seen. Yeah, John thinks outside the box. So, you know, if you guys if if you're listening and you're struggling yeah. about ways to really, you know, find a good a good team dynamic or you know good staff or good partners, whatever it may be, you're having a hard time getting over that hump, you're going to want to listen to what John has to say here today uh, because he's been there, done that, and he's done it well. 
Perfect. So thanks again for joining Ray and I, and uh, we'll be back to bring John on. Thank you. See you soon. Team Business. Thank you, everyone, again, for joining Ray and I in another segment of the Team Business Podcast. Today, we're very excited to welcome John Diamond to our show. John, thanks for joining. Thanks for having me. Yeah, John is... uh, He's located up in Northern California. He has businesses throughout California and soon to be in Washington also. But John, uh, before we get started in talking about the team that you've built in your businesses, particularly the one at Same Day Heating and Air down in here in San Diego, can you tell us a little bit about your background, maybe how you got into business and, and what drives you to build the team around you? Yeah, I, I, I got a high school education, um, but, you know, I learned early on that there just wasn't very many people that were going to likely outwork me. And uh, I started to I started to work really hard at a young age. And I realized that I did have that entrepreneurial spirit. I was always looking for opportunities. I was always looking to advance at a young family. So that was uh, difficult financially. And so I was constantly looking at how to leverage my time, make the most money with it. And um that really grew into a lot more as I did start businesses and did fail businesses and then have some successes as well. Right. So I love people. I love business inside of that. Right. And, and for my ability to go love on people and to, to help them really uh, to encourage them to dream big and to go after things and help them get there. um, You know, I was able to do that inside of business very, very well. And it, it grew incredible teams. So I, I just love the, I love the challenge that business brings every day. It's something new, even though we've been doing this a long time, been in HVAC a long time, um, still learn, learn new things every day. And it's been a really good experience to, uh, to be able to surround myself with people smarter than I am. Right. And I don't often find myself being the smartest guy in the room, but I'm also not insecure to be around that. I love finding people better than I am because I feel like it does nothing but but elevate, you know, my my talent and my ability and and make me have to work to be better. Absolutely. So that's yeah. kind of kind of led me to here. I mean, we're in business to make money. Let's let's not be beat around the bush, right? We don't own nonprofits. We're no. we're trying to to build businesses to make money, but you know, you can do it two ways. You can do it out of fear or you can do it out of love. Uh, from a really high level. And if we do it out of love, that's where the team building comes in. That's where, uh, that's where I get lit up. That's where the excitement and the fire from inside of me comes. And uh, it sounds like that's what you guys are talking about here on this podcast. Yeah. Thanks, John. I mean, I couldn't think of a a more perfect guest Uh, going back to the days of more, more heating and air conditioning up in Santa Rosa. uh, I know when I visited you a couple of years back, something that stood out to me and something that I noticed right away was just the, the, just the culture of the office, you know, and the environment and all the people that were there and just, it was like a family, but a big family, you know, and you were the kind of the, and John was the glue guy. John was the guy that got everyone pretty psyched for the day, you know, made sure everyone was feeling good, happy. Set the tone. You know, the teams were kind of all, each department was doing their thing. Yeah. Set the tone. So, set but that's the not easy to do, man. I mean, I know that takes a lot of your personality, you know, and then you either have it or you don't, Energy but it also right. probably takes a lot of getting the right people in the right places so that you can manage them appropriately. How, yeah. how did you do that at more starting from what you did with you and Curtis growing it to 140 people 
and the success that you've had? Listen, every, every employee that applies, they come and tell you they know everything, right? For whatever position they're applying. I know how to do that. I can do all of it. I'm perfect at it. I'm awesome at it. Cool. Right. For us, our, our philosophy was, was let's hire them and let's find out. Now, most business philosophy tells us the most expensive thing is onboarding, right? And yeah. you got to yeah. really pick the right person um, because all those onboarding costs, we said, forget that, right? I'm going to hire everybody who walks through the door that meets one criteria. They have a good heart. If they have a good heart, if they can operate with character, honor, and integrity, I'm going to hire them and I'm going to see how they do. Now, I might hire them as an installer and realize they're better fit in service. Or maybe an admin person in finance that's better served in install, right? It, right. it was really our, our gift in that was, was allowing, right, any good hearts to join the team, assessing their ability and really trying to find what is their nature? What are they naturally good at? So they can come grind for eight or nine or 10 hours a day and still wake up tomorrow and want to come back, right? Where we put them in a position right. that, that they're just butting their head against the wall every day, right? So I really truly believe it starts with, with surrounding yourselves with the right people, but not necessarily the right um, talent yet, right? They got to have the right heart. We can train for the rest. We can train sales. We can train service. We can train technical stuff, right? So we get the right heart and we start to surround ourselves with more of that, um, that it just grows. It's, it's momentum based as with most things in life. The more of that you have in your organization, it spreads, right? In a very positive way. And it sure did it more. That's for sure. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. Uh, refreshing to hear that. That's definitely uh, yeah. definitely not looking at people as a number. That's for sure. Exactly. Well, yeah. it's funny you say that, right? That was the number one thing through the expansive. We had we had huge growth at, at more. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, doubling in size year after year. And the number one thing we had in the first three years was people showing up at our door, not asking for more money saying, I don't want to be a number in a corporate organization. I want yeah. to be part of something, right? And more of this, uh, of our, our workforce coming into the workforce today, they want that. They want the feel goods, Yep. you yeah. know? Absolutely. So it, it's, it, it's important that we provide a place that, that does feel like home and that they don't feel like they're alone or they're just a number. I definitely think that philosophy is in the minority of what businesses do out there in the market. Yeah. Um, but based on that approach, I mean, what, uh, setbacks or pitfalls or challenges have you endured uh, taking that philosophy? (laughs) So, so the opposite becomes true. You hire somebody with a good heart and they can't get the job done. Yeah. The job needs to be done and you don't have another opportunity. We were always very slow at, 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 at ripping that bandaid off. Right. Um, so when you go about that, that way understand that there's going to be some difficulty when things don't work out. Things are not perfect. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and I, and I think that, um, I think that I had limited challenges when it came to that, as far as hiring other than we're going to hire a lot more people than what stick. Because the fact of the matter is, is that some people enter an organization that is based on character, honor and integrity, and it doesn't fit their nature. And their skin yeah. crawls inside of that organization. The most important thing to them is not being around a bunch of good-hearted people. It's about, you know, just just what the, the goal is, right? Whether it be sales or whatever. Um, so I wasn't afraid of that. I wasn't afraid of a, of a high attrition rate. Sure. Um, 
which was kind of counterintuitive from any of the business courses I took and, and uh, seminars I sat in and people who, uh, you know, people who were successful before me would tell me. Perfect. Yeah. So John, something that, I mean, you know, you had, obviously you guys grew more and kind of changed past a little bit. But something that I admired about you, man, is, and I still do, is even after all your success, you still you still have drive to build build more, build another company, build another team. And now you have same day heating and air down here in San Diego, which is growing, you know, at a great pace. What motivated you after, you know, because a lot of people would say, hey, man, I did well. I'm just going to chill. You know, I don't need to grow another business. Call it a day. Yeah, I don't need to deal <laughs> with people anymore and hire again and start a new business and all this good stuff. You know, but you, you love doing it. I know that for sure. But what motivated you to start over again is really what you did. Yeah, because you got to have a fire in your <laughs> belly to basically yeah. keep on going and just yeah, start man. from scratch. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Well, a couple of things. First of all, I, I, I successfully built and exited a business and uh, did really well, but it's not end all be all money. I'm 41 years old. I was 39 when that happened. Right. Yeah. And I'm a young man. I talked yeah. to I talked to financial people and they're like, oh, it's not enough money to last you for your yeah. lifetime, right? Yeah. And I don't live I don't live an extravagant life. Yeah. Um, but that isn't the drive for building team. Okay. The drive for building team is that I I I learned a lesson years ago about scarcity mindset versus abundance, right? Abundant mindset. And we really we really talked about that a lot in our organization. It was this closed hand philosophy, right? So we got some money in our hand, right? And it's tight. And, and, you know, people might not be able to steal it. We may not lose it, right? It might be safer in there, but it's really hard to get more in. And when you shift that to this open hand philosophy, sure, people can take advantage. You can lose money. But all yeah. of a sudden, it opens things up, and, and, it, and it's a lot easier to fill up. Now, it doesn't have to just be money. It's anything in life. And we were of the philosophy that, that there is enough for everybody, Okay. Uh, just sitting in my organization in San Diego last week, I realized that their mindset is not such. It's not that there's enough for everybody. It's a scarcity mindset. And I know that because the conversations that are being had are why we're losing instead of how do we overcome? Because one person doesn't want to help the other for fear that that they help them, that there's not enough for me now, right? Right. So if if we go to our teams, right, and we, we start talking about this and say, hey, look, just because there's enough for you doesn't mean there's not enough for me. In fact, there's enough for all of us. We better find a big ass hill because we're all going to stand on top. Right. So the reason our teams were so tight, we didn't, we never asked people to go the extra mile. They stood there and they said they had their hands raised. Boss, what do you need us to do? People from the outside were like, how do you do that? Yeah. I got to beg people to do that. Yeah. Well, but you do it. Be, you do it because along the way, right. They, they know you got your back. They know we have their back, right? And they also know that we're trying to help them achieve whatever they want to achieve. I told every employee that I ever hired, look, two things. There's going to be a time when you're uncomfortable or something isn't going the way that you want. When that happens, we need to be adults. You've committed to this organization. This organization is committed to you. We have to throw it on the table. And I will promise you one thing. I will promise you I'm going to go to the ends of the earth to find a win-win for us to both walk through it right? We got to have that hard conversation. And, um, and to do that, what were we talking about right before that? Cause I had two things. Um, 
What were we talking about right before that? Um, it, I think it was. Yeah. I think it was all on the same okay. line. Okay. Oh, here, here's yeah. the, here's the second thing. Here's the second thing. That's all yeah. I remember what it was. Is that if, if if they ever grow beyond an opportunity that we can provide them, we're going to send them off with a hug, right? So. So many business owners are afraid to train their talent because, oh, they're going to go start their own shop or, oh, they're going to go somewhere else and ask for more money. I was never afraid of that. I put tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars into training our teams. And yes, some of them left. Yes, some of them became competitors. But I'll tell you what, they weren't out there doing things behind my back because I loved them all the way through that. Right. Yeah. And those two things, right, to not be afraid of that of them growing outside of us we had employees that made more money than we did right like yeah, yeah. that's a that's a beautiful thing you're you're yeah. kicking butt good job yeah i had three bosses just in my my short career working for other people i had three bosses complain i made more money than they did and then they started to to hit my comp structure and it's like now wait a minute right yeah right there's enough for all of us yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there's yeah. enough for all of us so really we had two, we had two filters in our business before we ever did anything. Is it good for our people? Number one. And again, there's the debate. Is it customers first or our people first for us? It's our people first. If it's good, right. Is it good for our customers? We can say yes to those two things. We try it. Right. Yep. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes we, we do it for two months and realize it's not good for our people. And we take a step back. We did that when we tried to start servicing Saturdays. Right. So, and it's not all, it's not all easy. It's not like you just get the right people same day right now, right? We have all the right people. We have an incredible staff down there and, and watching them, right? Watching them and and seeing a shift in them and, and seeing this raw talent, but that they need some, they need some of that vision, right? They need to know where were we going, you know, where'd we come from and where are we going? Why are we doing this that's pretty some uh, great information. I mean, I love the, the the fact that as part of their leadership is you have to check employees' temperature, but also their outlook and just the overall consensus of what their mentality is. Because at the end of the day, if it's uh, a mentality that's not basically, in oh, my, my mind, I yeah. in my mind, I'm I'm like you. I mean, oh, challenge, give me a challenge, I'm gonna overcome it. I'm going to, I'm going to run away, but that's not everybody has that mentality. And so yeah. you have to almost lend your confidence to your employees or to, you know, the, to your subordinates in order that for them to overcome and, and yeah. see the light at the end of the tunnel. Kind of have to empower them. You know? Yeah. 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 Which is, that's great. So John, I, a segue, you know, you talk about helping people and helping them grow, helping them expand, even if it's not within your organization, but now you know, I know that you, you have a goal to find good people that you, you know, that you, that you trust and that, you know, can get the job done and then help them elevate in their own business in a sense, you know, manage a business, run a business, start a business, whatever it is that you're, you're helping them with all those things in one. But to me, John, you're still, you know, you're still the guy at the foundation behind the scenes. You're, you're, you're coaching them. Is that, is that basic? Is that what your goal is now? Is this what you're looking forward to? 
in the future? Yeah, I mean, it's it's yeah. uniquely different in each case. So yeah. San Diego, I mean, we had four plus years working with J-Dub. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really yeah. the three of us running more for those last four years. Yeah. So, so no, there's not a lot of like personal uh, coaching with J-Dub. I mean, he yeah. taught us most of what we know. You know what yeah, I mean? J-Dub knows his stuff, yeah. So, sure. so culture-wise, you know, we're, we're, we are fortunate. We have a partner that we had some some track record with in that case. And J-Dub's doing a phenomenal job down there. Yeah. He started Jan- January 1st, 2020. Come on. Right. I know. Right? And, and yeah, and we're still standing. Crazy. Crazy, <laughs> so man. I'd say success, <laughs> but, but right. If you think about, um, if you think about the things that we talked about, Jada is down there living it, right. Character, honor, and integrity, hiring for heart. That's why I went down there last week and sure there's things that we can do better. That's what we do, right. As business yeah. owners, we look at what's, where are the areas that we can have the most improvement, but but nobody can build that kind of team without doing all that stuff, right? Without really truly believing in, hey, I got to have the right people. I got to have, I got to have the right hearts. And uh, and so with JW, it's been right. That piece has been easy. He's a rock star. Yeah. He goes down there. He's grinding every day, right? He's th- he's living this. And yeah. unfortunately, it comes with the baggage like it did in the early days at Moore, right? Jacob stress. Jacob for sure, doesn't man. sleep that much. It's the last call. <laughs> no, man. no, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but at the end of the day, what's it for, right? It's to give Jacob an opportunity to own a business as something that he's always wanted to do. It's something he almost did before he came to Moore, right? Yep. Yep. So we're going to help him and he's going to help us, right? And, and we're going to go and do that. So so he has that notch on his belt and he's not just a manager or a CEO. Right. He is an owner of a company and who knows where that takes him beyond this. But but we know for certain. Right. That that that's what his goal was. And it aligned with our goals. So game on. Okay, yeah, perfect. And, and different operators, different things. The auto yeah. repair business in Santa Rosa. You know, that that gentleman, workhorse, nobody's going to yeah. outwork him, but he's never even really been a manager, right? Right. Super good so technical you, on the technical side of the business, yes. the mechanic. Yeah, exactly. Definitely not a business owner, right? So you, te- you teach him first to become a good GM, right? And then really teach him about ownership. Hey, we created a job for you, but what you wanted was the freedom of owning a business. That's different. A business is going to run when you're not there, you know? So that part, you know, has its struggles. But again, we haven't partnered with anybody that doesn't have those same fundamentals, right? A good heart, somebody that we can trust, somebody that's going out there doing the right thing for their people and for their customers time and time again. It's why we do business with you. Yeah. Thanks, John. I I appreciate that, man. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That means a lot. That means a lot to us. So in regards to your... I apologize. Go ahead, John. No, 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 no. (laughs) No, I was going to ask. I mean... Co- with the common question we asked is COVID uh, is that what have you as what challenges that's COVID presented to your business endeavors and how have you been able to overcome and, and what basically what strategies have you uh, implemented in order to overcome those challenges? Especially COVID? considering, like you said, January 1st, 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Co- you open same day. So co- COVID, COVID has had the most impact on same day down in San Diego. Okay, because we are taking technicians and putting them into homes for servicing the heating, air conditioning or or designing and selling a new system. And so all of the um, all the struggles with dealing with uh, the regulations for covid came up. Right. 
the masks, the gloves, all of that, the protocol, what's right, what's not right. Somebody pop positive, right? Somebody's girlfriend pop positive. What do you do? Um, we have had to, we've had to link up, right? We, we have relationships over the years. We're calling other business owners and saying, all right, has this happened to you? What are you doing? We're in California, obviously, right? Um, different, yeah. you know, regu- regulated differently. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's go out there and, and work on the fundamentals, right? We can sit here. We have a circle of concern and a circle of influence. You know what I mean? Which one do we want to be bigger? We can, we can tell ourselves, well, COVID, okay, we can't sell anything because of COVID because we have to have yeah. a mask on and we, we can't communicate to homeowners. And, um, and really, it has been a lot of changes in San Diego. So I don't know how much has been COVID related, but the biggest struggle has been, been getting through the door, right? And then sales conversion. So what we've seen is that there's been a drastic increase in like most people get three estimates for HVAC. They're getting six, seven, nine estimates because they're home, right? Yeah, um, so they just it, have more time and, right? So it, yeah, yeah. so it, it has given us an oppor- it's given us an opportunity to work with the sales team and to, to, to get better at providing value, right? Of expressing the value that you're going to get using using a company like same day versus the competition. Um, so it has, again, right. We can look at that as adversity or we can look at that as, Hey, we're going to sharpen the sword, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We we're going to develop and become better. And then guess what happens on the other side of COVID, even though it's not going to look like before there is going to be an other side of COVID. And, you know, we, we are, we are going to be well poised to, um, to, to capitalize on that. Right. So Absolutely. we're, we're, we're telling the team right now it's preseason. Okay. Preseason yeah. for us train. We got to train. We train hard. Right. And, and then when the fruit comes, then we'll be able to eat as much as we want. That's awesome. Yeah. Be in position. Right. Be, yeah. Yeah. That's great. So you're taking the time to set the structure. Yeah. When it's... In, in, and then, I mean, you want to flip, flip the, the script at Kugler's auto repair customers are coming to us. It almost hasn't affected us at all. Right. Amazing. Sure. Masks. Yeah. yeah of course. Spray, spray down the cars. Now we got a bad Yelp review because a customer came in without a mask and we didn't tell me had to have it on. Right. Live and learn. Exactly. Um, exactly. But, but much different times. Like how do you, but, customer, uh, but auto repair, I mean, auto repair shop. Right. So essentially yeah. with tough times, whatnot, people are less likely to want to buy and want to actually repair their vehicle. So there go. Tides. Yeah, the tides turned almost yeah. six months ago with used car sales out outperforming new car sales already. Yeah, so yeah, exactly, hundred percent right. And and the other side of it is big investment with heating and air conditioning. Right? Am I going to have my job in a month? Right? People, yeah. people are hesitant. Yeah, yeah. John, if you aren't doing what you're doing, <laughs> you know, or if you haven't been down the road of what you've done already, what is it that you would be doing or you would have liked to have done with your career. I mean, I know what you've done, you, you love, and it's a great fit for you, but is there anything else that maybe when you were younger, you envisioned yourself doing or some kind of dream that you had that you'd want to be doing something else? No. Like, did I want to be a doctor or a fireman or something when I, yeah. 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 Rockstar. (laughs) Yeah. Rockstar. rockstar. (laughs) You know, um, I've always enjoyed being around people, right? From being a server in a restaurant to, to doing yeah. all the different things I've done. 
Uh, I've always loved the people piece. So if, if I'm going to do anything, I, a lot of the last two years has been, how do I fill that void in my life that I got inside of the business? Because frankly, I got a lot of my value, my personal worth there, which isn't healthy, right? So you got you to gotta figure out which one, which part was that and which part is just well, you're very passionate about people, right? And then how do I, how do I, I don't have to have a business. Maybe it's, I donate my time somewhere. Or I do mentor me or something. I don't, I don't know what that looks like, but for me, that is something that's on my radar right now that I'm processing. I have a lot of work to do with the businesses that um, we've started. I have two in the works right now uh, on top of that. So I got, a, I got plenty of work in front of me, um, but I, I'm not somebody who's ever going to go back to having a desk in a business again. I'm not going to go back to the 40 or 60 or 80 hour weeks, right? Um, I'm going to continue to keep my eye out there for extraordinary people, unique and dynamic people um, that tend awesome. to be to be a little bit different, right? And, and, that, see, yeah. and see how do I partner with them and, and take yeah. some roadblocks out of the way. If I don't have value to bring, I don't want to partner with them. But if I have value to bring, right, um, then then that's what excites me. That's really the coffee cool. truck, the coffee truck business. It, it's super yeah. cool because that, that young woman is a total badass, but she doesn't understand business. She doesn't right. understand how to right. set some of that stuff up. Um, the truck was getting shipped and the, the Russian truck drivers trying to get 500 bucks cash from her. Right. She calls me. She doesn't know what to do. Well, have I been <laughs> in that specific situation? No, but can I handle that? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's why you got me. Yeah, <laughs> that's so cool, man. Yeah, I gotta so, show, I gotta show Red the pictures of the truck. The thing is so cool, man. Yeah, so dude, <laughs> if, if at the end of the day, I hope that that I continue to be challenged through my life, right, to where I got to keep growing, and and I want to continue to surround myself with um, with people that I I do hold in a higher regard than me, whether it professionally or personally, I, I want to surround myself with people better because it's going to make me better. And in this last season of life, I've really, really, uh, it has really become clear who my real friends are um, after selling the, the business. So um, I am, I'm focused on making sure that, that that's who I make time for, you know, the people who, uh, who I feel like I align with and I can learn from. So John, are you uh, married, uh, girlfriend, what, what's, what's, what's the deal there? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm recently divorced. I've uh, been single since December of uh, 19. Okay. So, yeah, because yeah. our question, you want to well, ask the next yeah, question? Cool. Oh, yeah, I mean, still, it still would apply to a past, uh, past relationships, I guess. So, yeah. so the, your former better half or, you know, the women in your life, what would be the characteristic they would say they, lo they love most about you or in least Ooh. about you? Well, the least has got to be that I'm a workaholic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so part, part of, part of why I'm divorced is because I did not prioritize my wife and my family through a lot of those years of growth. Okay. Yeah. Let's be clear about that. Let's be clear about that, that there's no time other than right now present to make sure that our priorities are right. And there's no amount of money that I've earned yet. And I'm, I'm a small potato, but I think that they would love that I can walk into a room and, um, and really, I can feel the energy in that room. I can, uh, I can make people feel like they're not alone, right? I, I share a lot of personal uh, things about myself, right, um, that helps bridge that gap. 
And I'm going to leave that conversation doing my best to encourage them, right? I think that I've gotten that the most from, from my loved ones and my, my spouse, um, probably as much as she loved that, it, that was also a challenge because I, she could see me do it for others, right? Um, and, and maybe felt like I didn't do it enough for her, but. Right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I so I think that ability to just handle any situations, what they love most about me or what she loved most about yeah. me. Even today is that phone call, right? Like, well, what do I do? Well, this is what you do. <laughs> yeah. And I know personally, yeah. like for me, when I'm struggling, I'll call John or text John and be like, Hey man, you know, what would you do in this situation or personally or professionally? So John, thank you yeah. for that. You're definitely the, always a good listener, man. And someone that I know your friends can lean on. And I know that's hard on someone like you, like to hear probably a bunch of different sides of people's struggles, you know? Yeah. Like a sounding board. That's, yeah. Uh, kind of like people yeah. taking your sure, energy. I'm sure that's not easy speaking. to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely, um, yeah, it comes with its stuff for sure. It's a weight yeah. for sure. Well, I got to so, have my outlet on the other side of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for sure, yeah. man. So last thing, and again, we appreciate your time, John. Thanks for sending yeah. it with us. Uh, you know, team business, we, Ray and I are both sports fans. We, we like to have a sports theme going on. Being that you're in the Bay Area, I mean, I think I can take some guesses. But uh, <laughs> what's your go-to, man? What's, what's your favorite, favorite day of a sport or your favorite outing at a, hopefully when it comes back, those fans can yeah. go, go back to the arena or the stadium, you know? Yeah, I mean, my favorite so far is probably just a Giants game, hitting a Giants yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not huge into sports. I'm not a big – I don't track the sports, but it, but like uh, Stroud will give me free tickets every year. Yeah, right? so I'll take I'll take I'll take one or two of the kids and go hit nice. his third baseline seats. And that will hit you with the Warriors or anything? Do you do the Warriors? Because no, they, they just built a new a new place down in San Francisco, right? Yeah, downtown, in the city. Right. Yeah, our chase partner took me to courtside um, Warriors in eighteen oh, wow. or eighteen oh, or wow. nineteen. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's was, awesome. Right. Yeah, it was fun. Not nine, but uh, what's that? Not a Niners fan. No. <laughs> I, again, if Good. I, again, yeah. If I'm, yeah, I mean, again, if, if I'm, if I'm uh, cheering somebody on, I mean, it is our local teams, but yeah, I'm the wrong, I'm the wrong guy. I don't follow him. You got to talk and don't talk to Jada. If he's a Steelers fan. Ah, oh, man, uh, I know. <laughs> and you know what, man, adjust <laughs> cringing right now. Oh, they yeah. do take a lot of time sports, you know? Yeah. It takes a lot but of hey, time, man. That emotion. Yeah, whatever it is you do. <laughs> yeah. Like, on a Sunday, like all day. I used to watch football all day on a Sunday. I just don't want to do Who wants to do that now, man? Yeah, like, so it's just sacrifice of the time. Well, lots yeah. of people still do, right? Yeah, they do. Like 10 hours in front of the TV. It's like, man. Yeah. I'm day trading uh, stocks and cryptocurrency. Crypto, and man. <laughs> Bitcoin. <laughs> Ray, anything else you want to uh, finish up not, with, John? Or? Not at this point, man. Just uh, thank you for your time. It's a great guest. Yeah. 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 John, yeah, thanks so much, man. Does. Everything you shared with with the with our viewers who, and I think in business in general, it's hard to find someone that has kind of all the different sides. You know, you know, have the technical side, understand how to manage people, understand the business side. You know, the financials, growing a business, marketing, and I think that's something that you bring to the table, man. It's, you know, yeah. you have a good, you're well rounded. You know, you you can do it all. Yeah. And I'm not a master at them all, but I, I can yeah. do them all when needed. You, yeah, you can absolutely. do them all. And the people part is huge. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, the anyway. interpersonal skills and the emotional yeah. intelligence. I mean, it's definitely exudes. It's huge. Exudes that. And that's yeah. what you, yeah. 
So love thanks on again. Our love, love on our people, man. End yeah. of the day, right? Yeah. Love on our people. Yeah, absolutely, man. And thanks again, John. We really appreciate it. Yeah. You're welcome. You guys have a great day. You too. Yeah, you Take, too. Care. Take care. All right. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of Team Business. John, thank you so much for spending your time with Ray and I today. We know you're a busy guy, so uh, please remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel and reach out to Ray and I with any questions you may have, especially if you want us to connect you with our guest. Yeah, definitely. And don't forget, support local business. Support local business. Have a great one.